the antidote to overwhelm is focus, right? So when you're feeling pulled in 10 different directions, the antidote to that is knowing where to fan the flames of your attention. Welcome to Messy and Magnificent, the place driven women come to elevate their career, health, and relationships. In here, we increase your productivity by replacing always being busy with the space to breathe. Hear your own wisdom and be part of a sisterhood that has your back. My name is Carly Fain, and together we're going to make sure that you have a doable plan and the roots to rise. Well, hey there, it's your gal Carly over here. And we're going to be doing something really special this month on Messy and Magnificent. So check this out, because I'm going to be using the same intro for every single episode of this month, and you're going to see why in a minute. Now, if you know me, then you know that my sweet spot of professional focus is helping folks who have reached some level of success in their career, their health, or their relationships make the transition from working to attain a goal to sustaining it once they've reached it. I don't know about you, but I was taught how to attain things. How to sustain things requires a different skill set. So this could look like helping an artist who's won one Grammy learn what they need to in order to win a second Grammy or to survive the limelight now that they're in it. Or sometimes this looks like helping this one client that I absolutely adore right now who runs a social media company make some adjustments now that she's gone from being a startup to celebrating their 10-year anniversary and a much larger staff. And sometimes it doesn't look like anything to anyone else but you. Perhaps it's having finally achieved better health in one area or sleeping a little bit better at night and then wanting to make sure that's still possible even if you're busy in your career or in another area. And if I had to boil down the way we do that, that is the way we take what's good or what is working or what's big, and make it sustainable, it would come down to this one question. Ready? What makes sense now? Not what makes sense when I first had this dream or this idea or this goal. Based on what is before me, what business practices are working and what might I update or stop doing altogether? Or you could swap out the word business there. What health practices are working and what aren't that I might stop or update? Or what relationships are working that I might keep leaning into and which might be time to reevaluate or perhaps lean back? And so I'm applying that same thought process here at Messy and Magnificent because we are now well over 100 episodes and two years of making the show and we are thinking very thoughtfully behind the scenes about what would serve you most now. And so this month, before we go making all sorts of new plans for the show, or before perhaps you begin making all sorts of new plans for the new year, we're going to address the one stumbling block that messes with our plan-making mojo. It's being overwhelmed. <laughs> and overwhelm shows up differently for all of us. So maybe if you're feeling pulled in too many directions, or not sure where or how to focus, or being unclear about where you should take action and where it's time to let something go, well then this month and today's episode in particular are for you. Because time and time again, I have witnessed well-meaning folks, myself definitely included, 
make not so hot decisions that keep us very busy, but maybe not making progress or enjoying ourselves. When we're in a state of feeling scattered or overwhelmed or unfocused or unclear. So first things first, we're going to tend to our mental nourishment. Then we're going to tend to your goals because you getting to think with a little extra clarity makes a world of difference. And here's how we're going to do just that this month. I've gone back to pull four of our top listen to episodes that address all different types of overwhelm. And to practice what I teach, I am recording just this one intro to all four. So you might hear it again because by golly, one way we sustain what is good is to stop trying to invent the wheel over every time. Sometimes going deeper or looking for ways to simplify, or just repeating something that works is far more effective than trying to go big or new. In fact, I've always said that when others go big and fancy, around here, we go deep and intentional. And that is the key to sustaining what we love and having room to welcome in what we want to experience next. So here's the outline for this month's episodes. And depending which episode you're tuning into right here today, You might be able to go back and listen to any of these if you've missed them, or you're going to get a sneak peek at what is coming on deck next. So first, in episode 104, we're going to revisit a theme we did earlier called the antidote to overwhelm, how to stay steady within yourself in moments of uncertainty. And just spoiler alert, it's not about having a better calendar system or reading the right book or hiring the right coach. It's a lot more simple than that. Then in episode 105, we're going to revisit an episode we did almost two years ago called Feeling the Holiday Stress, a framework for more ease during full times with one of my favorite human beings, Dr. Maria Sawa. This applies to overwhelm during the holidays, but also overwhelm in general. Then in episode 106, we're going to reference an interview that I did with Susie Banks Baum a year and a half ago about how to know where to say yes or no. This one was called Trust Your Knowing, How Women Rise from Doubt to Leading Themselves Forward. And then finally, in episode 107, we're going to talk about one of my favorite things, money. Specifically, how to up-level your relationship with your finances, no matter how much is in your bank account in simple ways. This one was called Making Money Moves, Upgrading Your Finances and Personal Power. Now, I was intentional in picking these four episodes based on what makes sense right now. So if you've heard one of them before, listen in again. I want you to see what you spot that perhaps you didn't notice last time. Because much like that old adage, When we reach the edge of a river, it's never the same experience because the water is not the same water and we are not the same people we were last time. So let me know in a review on iTunes so I can give you a shout out on an upcoming episode. What lands when you hear today's content or send a voicemail over to Anitza, A-N-I-T-Z-A at everybodythrive.com and we'll add your actual voice to an upcoming episode. I would love that. All right, let's dive in. We're revisiting episode 20, The Antidote to Overwhelm, How to Stay Steady Within Yourself in Moments of Uncertainty. 
Hey, it's your gal Carly, and I am really curious to hear if something similar and strange is going on for you right now, because I am not where I expected to be today, both literally and figuratively. So literally, I was in New York City last week recording some episodes of Messy and Magnificent when the state of emergency in response to COVID-19 was called, and the city began practicing social distancing, restaurants, shops, travel all sorts of things started getting shut down. And at the same time this is happening, I get a call from my sister in Philadelphia. She's a cardiac nurse and she needed some extra help for childcare while her and her husband are navigating all these different working hours that they're going to need to be putting in in response to the virus. So Aunt Carly took the little suitcase I had with two days worth of socks and underwear and came to the live in the attic of their house as I work during the middle of the day. And then I've got nanny duty with my wonderful nephews in the morning and in the evening. And so this is not where I thought I was going to be today. I had different plans going on and perhaps your world is shifting right now too in ways like this or ways that are bigger or smaller and any regard. When change happens, it can be an unsettling time. And I just want you to know that I am right here with you. We are figuring this all out together. In fact, my team and I, we've been holding a specific question at the top of every single meeting we had. And this week we have had daily meetings at least once a day. Here's the question we're asking. Okay. In the face of this before us, How can we be of the most service to our clients and our podcast community? These are our people, right? So how do we provide support and steadiness during a time that might not feel steady? And it was the answer to that question that gave us a very special theme for today's podcast. And if you know anything about me, it might be that I love a good plan. We actually plan out these episodes in advance. We're very organized about them during most weeks. But this was a time when things are different. And if you listen to the last episode, which we had no idea would coincide at the time of this, of this virus outbreak, the last episode, episode 19, was about stuff hitting the fan. And I gave you the, the four pillars that women who were able to stay steady during unsteady times know. So we didn't predict that this would come out then. But one thing that came of this very timely episode, as it turns out, was, you know, this awareness that when some things have changed, we have to change the way we do some things. And so while we have a great plan and episodes that I cannot wait for you to hear, I know you're going to love them. It also made sense to mix things up because things are mixed up right now. And I wanted to make sure that we were offering, we were offering you something that would actually support all of the other decisions that we're making. So the intention for today's podcast is to help you tap in to a sense of consistency and stability internally so that regardless of what is going on around you, you have a home within yourself. You're going to walk away knowing exactly what to focus on right now and what is not of the highest priority. And then I've got a very, very special gift, something I've never done before that I'm going to share with you at the end of this podcast that you might want to have on tap in your back pocket as these days go on. So here's one really interesting awareness that I'm having is that we are still gathering. Like here we are, you and me, we're gathering here to have this conversation together, but we're also gathering with each other online and over the phone and in small circles at home. And it's really interesting how this is the time when our planet comes together, ironically, through staying home. 
right? This is the moment where we are choosing to lay low to protect our most vulnerable citizens. And in doing so, we might also be feeling our own vulnerabilities, right? And I've had so many meetings just today alone, all remotely, of course. And whether I was in a boardroom meeting or Reclaiming Time Studio with the women that I coach or in one-on-one conversations, the main theme that is emerging is that we are all getting more clear about what we value and more passionate than ever to connect with others in meaningful ways. So as we get launched into this episode today, I want to give you some groundwork. During a time that feels unsettling, the antidote to overwhelm and fear, it's not trying to fix everything. And it's also not having all the answers. Part of what feels so vulnerable for many of us right now is that we don't know exactly what to handle a situation that we've never had to handle before, right? And so while on most days we get this wonderful illusion that we know what's going to happen next, we are more acutely aware right now that we don't have the luxury of that illusion. We don't actually know what's going to happen next. And so it's easy when fear rises for that energy to get channeled into trying to do all the things, right? In fact, I had one client who shared with me today that she's laying low doing some social distancing. So she's just home with her family right now. And she found that her go hard work mentality was showing up during this more casual time because she was making these big fancy meals and putting a lot of stress and pressure on herself to set the table right and have all these great activities for everyone to do. And it wasn't working, right? It was just her nerves kind of taking the helm and it wasn't really serving her. She wasn't really getting to relax and enjoy this unique time with her family. And as soon as she realized that, she was able to flip the switch. So while the antidote to overwhelm and fear, it's not trying to do or fix everything, the antidote to overwhelm is focus. Right? So when you're feeling pulled in 10 different directions, the antidote to that is knowing where to fan the flames of your attention. This is what gives us a port in the storm, a steady place to bring ourselves home to. And so that's what I want to make sure that you have right now, because let's be real. If we don't pause and get clear about what's true for you, then we begin to accept the beliefs that other people are sharing with us as truth when they may or may not apply to us. So in other words, when a lot of information is coming at us, we want to make sure that some of the information that you're hearing is your own that the volume of your voice and what's true for you is also audible. So in my practice, we sometimes call this self-sourcing, meaning that you are checking in internally with what feels true and the source of you, right? Within your core, what is true in this moment. But here's the thing. (laughs) Here's the caveat. When we are really worked up, When there is a lot of extra things coming our way and someone tells us to calm down, those are fighting words, right? Like when you're worked up and your significant other or your coworker says, hey, calm down, that's not calming, right? That's not particularly helpful in the moment, even if they mean well. And when we're feeling scared and stressed and overwhelmed and somebody else tells us to practice more self-care and learn to listen to our own voice, that can feel like a burden too. It can feel like one more thing for a woman that already has a lot on her plate to have to do because of course you would love to calm down. Like no duh, <laughs> you would love 
to be centered, you would love to know what to focus on and be focusing on it. But that's really hard to do by yourself. And so I want to be careful here that during this time, we remember that it's not just going to be about self-care. It's going to be about community care, right? That during a time when things are tumultuous, we all need a little extra support. And so I just want to extend the arms of my community around you right now. So here's what you can expect. I'm going to go over the two R's. These are the two things that we focus on during challenging times that helps to be our port in the storm. This is where we want to focus the flames of our attention. And then I'm going to do something with you that I have never done before. And this is based on a listener review on iTunes that, of course, just came in in the past week. So the Ginny show said, we all need to replace our inner voice with Carly Vane's podcast. (laughs) It was it. That was all they wrote. And I just thank you, Ginny show. I so appreciate that. I love the Ginny show. It's another podcast led by Ginny Saraswati, who I have the pleasure of knowing and working with. In fact, I was a guest on that show recently. So to see that you left me review was just like the coolest thing. Because I mean, your idols, when your idols give you a shout out, that's just awesome. So I really appreciate what you're saying here, Jenny, and I want to take it a little bit further. So I love that during a time of challenge, we can listen in to the voice of somebody else that is studying. And I do that often. I, in fact, lately I've been waking up for the past few years at 5 a.m. naturally, not on purpose, not because I want to, but my body and my brain wakes up then. And I have learned that I need to put on a quick guided meditation and that that kind of brings me right back into deep nourishing sleep. So I'm going to share with you a really special guided visualization that I've created today so that you and I are side by side. When the volume of the voices around you is high, this is something to guide you back to your own voice. So we're going to use my voice as a tool to bring you back home to you. This is going to be like having me on tap in your back pocket, because frankly, who doesn't need some clarity and some consistent support on tap right now, right? It just seems applicable. So thank you to The Ginny Show for inspiring me with this idea, for being in on this conversation with me. And if you're listening in right now and you want to influence the next episode or want to have a shout out, make sure you leave me a comment on social or review so that I can be in conversation with you too. So let's get started. We're going to talk about R and R. So when we feel off balance, It is not because everything is wrong or because we can't handle what's happening, right? So if you're feeling unsettled, it's not because there's something wrong with you. When we feel off balance, it's because we need either one or both of the following R's. We are craving either ritual or rules. Now I'm going to use the word ritual because that resonates to me. It feels sacred. It feels rich and yummy and delicious. If you're more comfortable with the word routine instead of ritual, swap it out in your own head, right? So we're either talking about rituals and rules or routine and rules. It's the same thing at the end of the day. So here's the thing. Times are different right now. And that means because you are not a robot, (laughs) because things are different and thus you feel differently, the rituals and the rules you will get the most service from right now might be different than they would be on your average day to day. So women who navigate tough times well, they know that R&R, your ritual and rules, needs to be flexible. 
However, it's non-negotiable. They must happen. So if we aren't getting a sense of ritual or getting to set the rules about the way things work for us, it is very normal that soon we're going to feel off kilter, which again is not a sign that something's wrong with you. It's a call to come back to yourself and do your R&R. So let's go over what I mean when I say ritual. So when I say ritual or routine, what I'm talking about are the very simple practices that ground you. And I want to give you a beautiful example of this. So one of my clients shared that her daughter, who's in kindergarten right now, her school is is shut down. At least the, the main facility of her school is shut down as we practice some social distancing. And so one thing that they've implemented is in the mornings at the same time every day, 8.30 every morning, they have a Zoom call for all of these kindergartners and they all get online as a group together and they sing the classroom song that they sing every day when they're in person and they lay the foundation for their day together. And my client really commented on how much stability that's bringing to her daughter during this time when it's really confusing for her. She doesn't fully understand why she's not in class with her friends like normal. And so we're not any different than that. We're all craving some ritual. And so whether that is taking a moment to breathe while you're brewing your coffee, or one of my clients mentioned getting outside, and she's not able to get outside as much as normal because her whole family is home. So she's getting outside in these little one or two minute spurts, but she's tending to the thing that makes her feel more grounded because she understands that during challenging times, These things will be the first things that our logical brain tells us we should skip, right? It says, you know, I don't need that right now. I need to go do these other things. However, we soon begin to feel off kilter when we're not doing them. And it's that simple. It's not necessarily easy, but it's that simple. We need a sense of ritual and of routine. So I'd love for you to consider right now, what might be your ritual? And I encourage you to make this incredibly doable. Make it a one, two, three, maybe five minute activity or exercise that you do. And maybe this is something that you already know works for you. In fact, I bet if I asked you right now, hey, what are three things that help you feel 5% more calm? You could tell me. So let's just honor one of those right now. Let's remember what you already know works for you and just go there. So what about the rules part, right? So when I say rules, (laughs) what I'm talking about is during times that feel like the Wild West, you still are the sheriff, right? So it seems like the rules externally have changed. The laws literally are shifting, but you are still the sheriff of many parts of the way your day unfolds. So let me give you a really playful kind of lighthearted example of this. That's also really real. And this is a business example. So every so often, Instagram changes its algorithm, right? And recently, a few months ago, we noticed that the algorithm had shifted And now Instagram was going to want us to be posting at least once a day and creating stories even more often than that if we were going to show up at the same visibility rate for our audience. And so for a couple of weeks, we tried doing that and it was exhausting and stressful and it took all the fun out of making our social posts. One day, I'm sitting with my co-pilot, Ellen, my executive assistant, and we were talking about this and we realized, you know what? 
We don't work for Instagram. We don't work for the algorithm. The algorithm is going to work for us. And what works for us is to post three or four times a week and to do the occasional story when we're inspired to do that or there's something special to talk about. And that is going to be enough. Because that is what is reasonable. So in a time when we felt really overwhelmed and stressed out by all the options out there and what to do, we set the rule. The rule is we post on social media three to four times a week and we do the occasional story because that is what works for us. So when I brought this up in my private coaching group, I asked the other women, what might be your rules, right? What is a rule that would work for you? And one of them mentioned, you know what? listening to the news is not working for me right now. And I still want to be informed. So I don't want to be ignorant to what's going on. I want to be well informed. But I find when I listen to the news, I easily feel overwhelmed and stressed out. So she decided, hey, I'm going to look at the CDC website two times a day, because in the United States, that is our government resource for what is safe, what protocol should be happening around this virus. There's no spin on it. It's just the facts. And she has found that since cutting out the news and just going directly to the source of the facts, she's able to get the information she needs and then move on. So one of her rules is less news, two check-ins with the CDC, and get on with the rest of my day. So I'd be really curious to hear from you. What is one rule that would work for you right now? In this wild west, how can you step up as the sheriff and lay down the law of the land? Decide in the face of this, who will I be? How will I choose to operate under these unique circumstances? So that's our R&R right? The reminder here is that if you're feeling, you know, all the feels right now, and if you're feeling off balance, it's not because everything's going to heck in a handbasket. It's because you're being called to sink back in to either ritual or rule or maybe a little bit of both. Now, that said, it would be irresponsible of me to tell you to create a ritual or to set your rules and leave it at that. <laughs> because I talked at the top of this call about community care, about us coming together. So instead, I want to give you a ritual right here on the spot, a way of knowing what rules will be helpful for you right now. Because here's what I've learned as a coach for all these years, doing all these private sessions. If I give you advice and a tool and a resource, it might be helpful. You might put it to use and it might, things might feel better. However, lasting shifts happen when you hear your own truth, when you are steady within yourself. So today, I want to make sure that you have a tool for feeling really steady within yourself. And I've created this guided visualization. I'm calling it the self-source truth for leaders who rise during challenging times. That's a really long name, <laughs> but in one day, that's the best I had. And I knew that the name was less important than sharing the experience with you. So the intention here in this self-source truth visualization is that you get to gather your wits, your wisdom, and your clarity. The intention is not that you have to use this visualization all the time if you already have an existing ritual. So if you have a ritual or a set of rules that's working for you, amen, go there, do that. 
But if you don't, or if you know that you're in the market for something new or some support, I'd love for you to listen to this baby as often as you want, eventually modifying it if you want to make it your own. But I want to give you a place to start right here, right now with the visualization that guides you back home to yourself. Also, just a little heads up, I'm going to make sure that a free copy of this visualization is accessible on my website for you to download so that in the future, you can just have the audio of the visualization itself on tap in your car or on your phone, on your computer, that you can use it whenever you want. So if you want that, click the link in the show notes or go to carlyfane.com forward slash podcast. If you go to this episode, episode 20, you will see a link to download just the visualization itself. And hey, If I come up with a better name for it between now and when this podcast comes out, I'll change the name, but it will be the same visualization. So we are going to get started right now. I want to give you a little heads up. This might be a particularly calming event. So if you are in your car or you are driving or you are doing something where it wouldn't be a good idea for you to get too calm, hit pause and come back to this baby the moment you park your car, okay? And I want to really invite you to get comfortable. So take a moment to let all the parts of you catch up to your physical body. So if you can, sit down. Maybe get the soles of your feet on the floor. If you can kick off your shoes, go for it. And just take a quick scan of your body. And if there's anything constricting you, if you've got a tight wristwatch on or your glasses on or heck if your bra's too tight take them off nobody can see you right now just give yourself a little bit more comfort and I really encourage you to kind of turn down the distractions so if you can pop your earbuds in great or put your phone on silent or airplane mode so that you're not distracted that would be a really good thing to do right about now And then when you're ready, go ahead and close your eyes or have a soft gaze. And we do this so that your focus can begin to go inward. And first, just noticing without changing a thing, how you're breathing already. No judgment. There's nothing that needs to shift. We're just taking stock here. So noticing first, where am I breathing in my body? Am I breathing high up in my nose or low down in my belly or someplace in between? And what is the depth of my breath like? Is it full and long? Is it shorter and more shallow or someplace in the middle? We're just noticing. And what is the temperature of my breath? Is the air I'm breathing in cool? Is it warm or just an average room temperature? Just noticing. And what is my pace like in this moment? Is it fast, medium, slow? Is it consistent or is it varied? We're being witness, just noticing. And as you do this, as you begin to fan the flames of your attention on your breath, notice if it's begun to shift all on its own without you having to have done a thing. 
hope you could imagine that the edges of your lungs were like dry toast dipped in warm broth, softening and expanding, receiving nourishment in the form of oxygen. And I find it fascinating that there is no mechanism within our body that sucks in air. We don't actually draw in nourishment. What we do is we shift our diaphragm down unconsciously and that creates more space in our lungs. Our lungs are a vacuum. And the abundance of oxygen around us enters our lungs when we make space for it. In other words, nourishment is here on tap waiting to be received. And your body knows how to turn molecules of oxygen into life-giving energy without you even having to try. And just taking another breath or two, however feels comfortable, considering for a moment as we think about your biology, that on a very genetic level, you are the descendants of hundreds of people who have navigated challenging times. Literally within your DNA is a memory of overcoming, of rising to the occasion you were built to handle the unexpected. Breathing in another breath or two from this place. Perhaps repeating to yourself as I say it out loud, I am the descendant of the many people who have survived. Encoded in my DNA is everything I need to know to navigate this time. And built into my body are the mechanisms to receive nourishment and to thrive. Allowing another breath or two to happen naturally and as you do, surrendering some weight to gravity. Letting go of some of what you've been carrying and allowing yourself to be held as you are. And filling in the following statement as I read it right now. What I know in my core to be true for me right now is... Noticing what bubbles up, maybe it's a word, a phrase, a song, lyric, an image. Listening to it once again, what I know in my core to be true for me right now is. And then acknowledging that truth as real. Allowing what has bubbled up to exist on its own terms. It is true. Doubt might rise as it does with any good idea, but we will not question 
what you know to be true in your core. We will let it just be there. We don't need to convince you that it's right or wrong. We will let that information be there on its own terms. Again, returning to your breath. Completing this sentence to yourself as I say it out loud. In the face of this, the person I choose to be is. In the face of this, the person I choose to be is. Acknowledging what just rose for you, allowing that to exist on its own terms. And now calling upon that best version of yourself, your higher wisdom, as you complete this one final statement. What I really need to know right now is, or in other words, what my highest wisdom wants me to know right now is. Breathing in that awareness, knowing that others might feel differently than you do. And that doesn't mean that the way you feel or think or what you need to be true is minimized. We are acknowledging what is right for you regardless of what may be right for others. So allowing your breath to deepen with the next inhale and exhale. As you receive more nourishment in the form of oxygen, perhaps your fingers and toes begin to wiggle back to life. Maybe your head makes a small movement side to side or your shoulders stretch ever so gently. And when you're ready, your eyes might blink open. And again, we just take stock, noticing what has shifted just in this brief moment of focus together. How or where do you feel or see things differently? And if you want, remember, a copy of this guided meditation, head on over to carlyfane.com forward slash podcast. I'll make sure it is free and available to you. And if you found this helpful, Let's remember that we rise well together. Share this with another woman that you care about. I cannot wait to hear from you what's bubbled up in doing this brief exercise. Now remember, you thrive through nourishment, not punishment. So keep prioritizing what you value, including yourself. And I will see you next week on the podcast and every week after that. Thank you for listening to the Messy and Magnificent podcast and being part of this dynamic, life-giving community of women. I consider each episode part of a lifelong conversation of you and me hanging out, sipping tea together, making sure that all women become richer, more nourished, and able to keep on rising. 
So I'll see you on the next episode next week. But in the meantime, don't forget to head over to carlyfane.com forward slash podcast to get the full show notes. And I've also got some extra special free resources for driven women over there that you won't find anywhere else. Oh,